0: Welcome back Back to Let's Get Haunted with your hosts
1: Matt Strong
0: and Allie Terry.
1: Hello everybody. Okay before we start this we just need to like drop the bullshit and tell you guys right now that we are in a studio that we are using from one of our friends and when we came in here this morning we had to clean it up. There was, um, let me just paint this picture for you. It's led lighting in here like a pink soft glow there is spotify playlist bedroom pop on there are Lacroix all over the table half drink there is
0: sauvignon blanc there's like low
1: cabernet just like a wine tasting party i suppose and then a dirty condom on the ground and wait for it a hair extension You guys, what is the mystery that happened here last night?
0: (laughs) We're trying to we're also trying to figure out like which couch did the fucking take place on because there are two couches in like an L shape. I'm on one. Natalia's on the other. I think my couch was the one that got fucked on because it has arms on it like it has armrests. Natalia thinks it's her couch because it doesn't have armrests. It could Mm -hmm. be either. It could be both.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the kids are doing these days. No, you guys. me neither.
0: Also, like, are they chasing Sauvignon Blanc with Lacroix? Is that the new move? I mean,
1: Lacroix—it gets the ladies wet. We know this for a fact. If you
0: spill it on them, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ladies love Lacroix.
0: I don't. I don't like Lacroix. This has
1: been a paid brand opportunity with Lacroix. Thank you guys for sponsoring this <laughs>
0: podcast. We're sponsored by uh, Trojan condoms. LaCroix and Yellowtail Sauvignon Blanc.
1: Now this may be TMI but it looks like this condom was used but not nutted in and Alyssa and I came to the conclusion that (laughs) while they were having sex they decided you know what no I love you. I love you.
0: I want to see the real you.
1: Take your hair extension off. Take the condom off. Let's have a baby. Just be like me girl. I have a chunk of hair missing from the back yeah. of my head from when I decided to be a hair model that I thought I was getting paid a lot of money but actually turned out I was getting paid for free and I didn't realize it until after <laughs> oh so they you had... weren't getting
0: paid at all yeah so
1: I was like hell yeah like do whatever you want and then like I have this at the end of the day I have like a huge afro my hair is like all these different colors you can see it on my Instagram oh no I way.
0: love that hairstyle with the afro that was yeah. super cute
1: it looks dope but at the end of the day I'm trying to wash my hair and in a literal chunk of my hair no. just comes out yeah and it's right on the back of my head so i either have to always wear my hair in a ponytail or wear a hat and well, that's just how my life is now and that's so uh, that's what i'm saying is like i'm anti-hair extensions i'm pro-abortion
0: anti-hair extension <laughs> that's a platform i can get behind <laughs> natalia for president yeah 20 i don't know i don't know either data is up.
1: yeah like data is just so like it just doesn't even matter in my life I feel
0: like we're (laughs) stuck in a twilight zone right now anyway as a country so I have lost track of time I was talking to someone about something the other day and I was like oh yeah it just happened yesterday this thing to me and she was like Alyssa that was two weeks ago like I have no
1: concept of time right now wait a second are you experiencing time slip
0: I don't know what that is. Oh, my God.
1: I'm about to let you in on... You guys, bonus on this episode, time slips. So when I was traveling across the country on my road trip, I was in Utah and I was reading like what paranormal fucked up stuff happens here Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's the only way I'm going to go hiking through anything is if there's a chance that I might get haunted. Of course. And in Utah, there's this thing called time slips where apparently it's like a paranormal time loop kind of like donnie darko like you get stuck in this repetitive thing and people just Ooh. report that they keep seeing the same car go by or seeing the same people oh,
0: that oh no. or it's like
1: deja vu or like they keep the same things keep happening to them I didn't like that and i was like yeah it's boring as fuck out here of course you're gonna see the same shit. good
0: point Mm -hmm. You saw
1: that same bird. That's because it's the same bird.
0: Yeah, (laughs) That's because there's only three birds that live here in this area. And there are two cacti and they both look the same.
1: Watch our video. It's up right now. Have
0: you watched it yet? We have a vlog on AlienCon that is on our YouTube channel right now. If you have not watched it, not only are you not a true listener, but you made me sad.
1: I'm sending something to your home right now. (laughs) <laughs> that hurt my vocal cords permanently. I know, that's um, Yeah, you guys need to watch it because you just have to. And that's, you, if you, you know what? Fuck you if you don't watch it.
0: Natalia, how long did it take you to edit that? A Make really long time. Yeah.
1: A really long time. You guys need to watch this video. Yeah. For many reasons. You
0: guys, it's really, really good. It You can find it at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Let's Get Haunted or bit.ly forward slash lgh youtube all right Alyssa are you ready for the story today yes all right I'm drinking coffee so if you guys hear sipping noises throughout I'm ingesting caffeine I'm very jealous right now I know that's why I was 15 minutes late because I had to go through the Starbucks drive through to get coffee wow and you didn't get me one because I thought I just assumed you would already have your coffee wow uh, i mean you were gonna be 10 minutes late i just figured you were coming with coffee last time i brought you vegan donuts you didn't eat any of it <laughs> <laughs> it's the last time i get you inflammation anything. okay yeah inflammation. coffee's inflammation sugar milk
1: wow. it's a latte your
0: argument is null like you were doing the classic I defensive bought, thing i of- bought natalia like an eight dollar vegan donut and she didn't eat it. You ate it.
1: You bought that for
0: you. No, I bought four. I. Do you think I would have gotten vegan donuts if it was? Do for you me? think? No. Do you think someone? No, 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 do no. you think
1: I'm vegan so that I can have vegan donuts?
0: I would have gone to Krispy Kreme. I would have gotten a 24 pack of Krispy Kreme, like icing-filled donuts that give you diarrhea.
1: See, Alyssa and I just have totally different viewpoints on wellness. I'm like, Alyssa, I'm cutting out like allergens and sources of inflammation from my diet to help with my depression. And she's like,
0: oh, okay, Uh, so vegan donuts? But that's because four (laughs) episodes ago, we were here and we were filming and we got really low on sugar and low on energy. And you were like, do you have any sugar with you? Do you have like any candy with you? So I was like, hmm, thinking ahead now for the last episode. Episode, episode 13 I was like I'm gonna be a good friend I remember last time she said she needed sugar I'm showing up with that a was, vegan donut that was
1: out of desperation I had nothing at that time look I appreciate the I'm, vegan donuts
0: I'm great and I I
1: appreciate the <laughs> vegan donuts and you didn't bring me coffee you're today. right I didn't bring you coffee
0: that's your punishment for not eating my vegan donut you bitch <laughs> is that hot no it's lukewarm at this point okay it's not good um it All right. Kind of tastes like a band aid. What do you think my story is about today? Okay. I, okay. Without me telling you anything, like, come on. Okay. We have a candle lit. We have some crystals going. Let me try to channel. I'm going to look at you and I'm going to try to, like, telepathically. I want you to picture it in your mind. Okay. Okay. Picture in your mind what it is. And I'm going to stare at you and I'm going to try to figure it out. I have the picture in my mind.
1: I have the exact picture. Okay. In hold my on. Mind. Let
0: me close my eyes. Let me try to see it. Like, try to, try to put it into my brain right now. All right. I'm actually getting a headache, kind of. Hold on. Is it a conspiracy? Yes. Is it a government conspiracy? Yes. Hold on. I'm getting like, like wispy wind around, like swirling around. like It's very m- windy. Yes. Maybe like a weapon of some kind. Yes. Close. Yes. That's part of it. Um, and then I just see like a guy in a tie with glasses on. <gasps> You're getting it. You're close. Uh, is it the CIA? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Keep going though. Okay. Um, the CIA is so many things. I know. I know. Um, okay. CIA weapon, wind. Is it the atomic bomb? no no okay i've lost it
1: damn it it's area 51 are you kidding
0: area 51 how could we not do area 51 oh my gosh wow
1: i just want to remind everyone that there's also a dirty condom on the floor in front of us that neither one of us will pick up so
0: you said that right as i was taking a sip of coffee and i almost just like some just came out of my nose
1: so throughout this entire podcast if you're ever just like for a moment have awe in your minds and you're just like
0: wow this podcast is so
1: interesting i want you to just immediately take a step back and say they're in a room where there is a dirty condom and hair extensions on the ground
0: this honestly the hair extension is just like an added bonus for me because when we first came in here and we were cleaning up their LaCroix and their shot glasses and their wine bottles I was like okay whatever like they were partying last night and forgot to clean up then I see the condom on the ground, and I'm like, I'm not touching that. I'm not cleaning that up. And then Natalia pointed out, she was like, and there's a hair extension in the corner. And then I was like, and there's bedroom pop playlist on the computer. I mean, just like,
1: how deep does this night go? Am I going to find <laughs> receipts for, like, I don't know, like, some crazy thing that they bought together? Like, did he write her a song? What's? It? Why am I even assuming that it was a man and a woman? It could have been whatever. We don't know. Yeah, I don't like this. Okay, yeah. anyways, okay. back to this. Okay. So, Alyssa, what do you think was happening in 1864 Nevada? I'm going to give you a hint. Do you remember something called the Lost Dutchman's gold mine?
0: (laughs) You're so dumb.
1: Yes. Okay. So
0: people are mining for gold and silver in Nevada.
1: People are mining for shit. Lead and silver were discovered in the southern part of the Groom Range in 1864, and the English company Groom Lead Mines Limited financed the mines in the 1870s, giving the district its name. Mining continued until 1918 and then resumed after World War II until the early 1950s. Okay, So Groom Lake is this big flat salt plain where Area 51 is situated on, right? Mm -hmm. And it's basically just big and flat. There's nothing for miles. There's a bunch of mountains in the area that kind of like encase where Area 51 is in like a little circle. So you can't really see into it. So it's kind of protected and is secretive. Um, and the airfield on Groom Lake site began service in 1942. And uh, if you don't recall, 1942 is right around where the United States gets involved in World War II. And so our Air Force starts developing, like, secret weapons there. It just has two unpaved runways. Okay. And did you know, fun fact, Area 51 is not the actual name.
0: No. What? Yeah. What's its name?
1: Officially, it's called Homie Airport or Groom Homey Lake? Airport? Yeah, H O M E Y. Oh. Yeah. Or Groom Lake. Um it's 83 miles away from Vegas and the United States Air Force says that it's an open training range, but people you people think that it's used to test experimental aircraft and weapons and systems. Okay. So why is it so secret, you
0: ask? Why is it so secret? I'll tell
1: you. <laughs> So the CIA didn't even acknowledge the existence of Area 51 until June 25th, 2013.
0: Oh, that was super recently.
1: Super recently. And they only did that following the Freedom of Information Act, which was um, this act that basically says you have to tell us stuff we want to know after a certain amount of time. (laughs) And someone requested that they tell them that stuff they want to know in 2005. So it literally took eight years from 2005 to 2013 before they declassified the documents about Area 51.
0: That's just like quintessential government. Like you ask them to do something and it takes them almost 10 years to get it done right bureaucratic bullshit it continues so inefficient
1: so the like obviously area 51 is you're not supposed to go there right right? like that's the whole meme is oh we're gonna storm area 51 because we want to see them aliens and they can't stop all of us
0: so this is the extent of my knowledge of area 51 i realized the other day that i really don't know much about it and that i actually have been mixing up area 51 with roswell For really long time.
1: No. So Roswell is an event that happened in the forties. In New Mexico. In New Mexico. And Area fifty one is a place that the government didn't even acknowledge until twenty thirteen.
0: Okay. So what did people think it was prior to 2013?
1: So because it's it's so secretive, people, like, you're not allowed to go there. There's signs everywhere that say, if you, you know, step foot beyond these little markers, we're going to use deadly force. Right. And you, like, civilians aren't allowed to go there. Um, air, pilots can't go over there. It's a restricted zone. You can't fly over it. If you try to look at it on a satellite or a map, it's blurred out. And it just really? says Groom Lake. Yes,
0: On Google Maps, it's blurred out.
1: Out? Um well now I think you can see it because of this freedom of information thing that they passed. Oh, okay. But before that it was just blurred out and it just said groom like yeah.
0: Oh that's crazy. It
1: was restricted, you couldn't see anything about it. Um the government never mentioned it or whatever. So there's a few different um I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about it and then I'm gonna tell you all of the conspiracies that go with it. Okay. okay? So even the military pilots that are that are training from the nearby like in burbank and in palmdale they get disciplined if they fly near it they can uh, they're not allowed to go near there they have buried motion sensors All around this place even leading up to it so they know even if you're approaching it before you're even on the property because it's just a bunch of dirt roads that go up into there and there's a few private ranches in the area so they even know like who lives in the area and when they're going to be home and when they're not oh damn and um the perimeter of the base is marked out by orange posts and it's patrolled by guards that are in white pickup trucks and camouflage fatigues And the guards are called camo dudes by enthusiasts. And the guards don't answer any questions about their employers. However, according to the New York Daily News, there are indications that they are employed through a contractor such as AECOM. I don't know what that is because I don't have a real job.
0: Well, I want to know how I get that job. Like, How do I infiltrate Area 51? That's what I want to
1: do. Well, I mean, it's I that that's no one's answering any questions. Um and they're saying that if you even try to like go up to these people, they're going to use deadly force on you. I guess you could like put your resume like in a bottle and like, like put throw it, it Yeah, put it at the border and just be like, "Hey, I'm just going to leave this here. My
0: name's Alyssa. Thank you so much for your time." <laughs> you know what? I Think about this. Sometimes I'm like, man, I totally fucked myself. I can never have a government job. I could never have a law enforcement job because the questions they ask you, I'm not qualified. My friend applied to like just work at the sheriff's office, uh-huh. and the they denied her application because she egged a car in high school. Like the the types of questions on the applications for a government law enforcement, like so stuff basically, like that. they
1: only let people in who lie.
0: Or who, no, no, no. They do lie detector tests on you. So we know you can fake those. Yeah, but like I can't. I, I'm so nervous that I would fail even if I was telling the truth.
1: Mm. What is the truth anymore?
0: Uh, I egged a car in high school, so I'm, <laughs> I'm now ineligible.
1: <laughs> See, I feel like I can't even remember if I've egged a car in high school. Maybe, probably. Oh, I absolutely did. There's I just like, it very well. on the list of things that I should be nervous about people finding out, I feel like if I've egged a car is like such a low priority that I can't even remember yeah. <laughs> if I did it or not anymore. Okay, so why is it called Area 51, you ask? Why? It's believed to be from an Atomic Energy Commission, the AEC numbering grid. Although Area 51 is not a part of the system, it's adjacent to Area 15, okay? Which is, like, so on this stupid map that the Atomic Energy Commission has, there's a bunch of areas that are marked, and the Area 51 is next to Area 15, which doesn't make sense to me, and actually, I don't know why this is, and, like, I don't think that Wikipedia Hmm. does either, so.
0: Maybe somebody was dyslexic, and so they heard Area 15, and they were like, oh, Area 51,
1: that could be true, yeah. And then they were just like, oh, OK, we we're, that's what we're going with. It's also called Dreamland and Paradise Ranch.
0: Wait, but that sounds deceivingly happy.
1: Yeah, and the reason that it's called Paradise Ranch is because, I'll get into this later, but the guy that it, like decided to make it an air report base there, they were going to test these um, really advanced technology planes. And he couldn't get these people to move out to the literal middle of nowhere. So he just instead of calling it Area 51 or calling it Groom Lake, he called it Paradise Ranch. And he's like, oh, hey,
0: we're opening a brand new facility at Paradise Ranch. So move out here. It's smart. Yeah, that is smart. But you know what? When I hear Paradise Ranch, you know what I think of? Neverland Ranch, which is bad vibes. Michael Jackson's.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what's going on in Area 51. Michael Jackson is there.
0: What if Michael Jackson, Tupac, uh, Elvis, Biggie,
1: Marilyn Monroe?
0: Yes. JFK, Abraham Lincoln's frozen body? Yeah. I believe that for sure. Abraham Lincoln's frozen cranium is somewhere in the White House. I was reading this article. I'm sorry. I know that this is a little, this is a short tangent, I promise. I was reading an article the other day um, about a an interview that President Obama gave after he was done being president. And they asked him like, oh, what, you know, did you learn anything shocking when you first took office? Like, did they have a meeting with you to tell you like all the nation's secrets? Like as a joke, the guy asked him. And Obama's answer was the first day that I was debriefed on uh, on some some classified matters i told the person that was talking to me thank god the window is closed and locked right now or i would have jumped out of it
1: i'm more concerned with president obama's mental health like no but that's how shocking it was no
0: but that's how shocking it was like as serious and unflappable president obama is (sighs) as stoic and like mild mannered and mild tempered as he is he almost jumped out of a window of the white house after he learned some classified secrets about our country he wasn't ready i think it was maybe it was about area 51
1: maybe it could be paradise ranch you said he was unflappable and for a second i thought you said he was unfappable oh. we were like as unfappable and stoic as he is and i was like that's kind of a great adjective to describe someone
0: who's stoic unfappable <laughs> Man, you can't even get him to fap. Like, yeah, that's how Stone he does he is. It. He He's doesn't. He's very serious. serious.
1: So the conspiracy, like, because this is such a secret area, there's so many conspiracies that have come out of this place. And I'm just going to read you some of the good ones. Kay? OK. Number one, what do you think? It starts with an A, and it's your favorite thing. Aliens. Yeah, of course. Aliens. Aliens. Um, specifically, the 1947 Roswell crash was actually a Soviet aircraft piloted by mutated midgets not my words and the wreckage remains on the grounds of area 51
0: oh that's why i get it confused with roswell (laughs) right
1: So, so i had never heard this conspiracy before so i of course i had to look into this i'm like wait you're telling me roswell was actually a bunch of soviet midgets in a in a not my words again in a plane and a aircraft so i looked into this and huge thanks to the popular website which had all this article in it and are really spreading the news that the people <laughs> need to know so in her new book area 51 an uncensored history of america's top secret military base the saucer she writes was russian made and crewed by human children who were surgically altered to resemble aliens by nazi death camp doctor oh. joseph men Jelly acting at Joseph Stalin's behest.
0: I believe that. I'm already <laughs> convinced. You've only read one sentence and I totally, I'm on board. It gets better. So
1: the journalist asks, um, How did your book get its start? And the writer uh, said, In 2007, at a Christmas Eve dinner, an 88 year old scientist named Ed Lovick leaned over to me and said, Have I got a story for you? He told me he had invented stealth technology for the CIA starting in late 1957, and the reason he could tell me is just that a few months earlier in 2007, the CIA had declassified one of the main programs he worked on. Checks out, right? Yeah. Also, anytime an 88-year-old scientist leans over into your ear at a party and says, have I got a story for you...
0: Here's the thing. If I make it to 88, I'm spilling everyone's dirty laundry. Because at that point, I could die at any minute. Like, I'm not taking your secrets to the grave with me. I'm going to tell everybody. Anything interesting anyone has ever told me, if you've murdered someone, guess what? I'm telling people when I'm (laughs) about to die. (laughs) So
1: then the uh, like obviously that's a big claim that she's making right she's saying a lot of that that's like I've literally never heard heard a conspiracy like this like this is something to say so she the interviewer says let's talk about the book's most controversial claim that um that the crash of a ufo near roswell new mexico didn't involve a flying saucer or of extraterrestrial origin but one of the soviet's origin correct she said It's not an argument of mine. It's the oral history of one man whom I absolutely trust implicitly with the information. I'm assuming she's talking about the 88-year-old scientist. He's the only source in my book who's anonymous.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, that does make sense because, and I'm sure we'll do an entire episode dedicated to Roswell at some point, but... I, I remember when we were at AlienCon and we went to the CW panel about Roswell, They one of the main things they talked about, which has been confirmed, is that after the Roswell incident, the government officials on scene requested three child-sized coffins. Yeah. And so if these were... Wait, you're right. Yeah, so if these were little people from Soviet Russia yeah. who were flying, then that makes sense that they would ask for... Um, child-sized coffins, right? Because obviously, it's not going to be a child piloting. Right. And if it's an alien, why would they even bury it in a coffin? So it does make sense, this theory.
1: So this guy said that he, like, he was given this machine that these child-sized pilots were driving to reverse engineer it and see if they could make the same technology. So he was told that who was driving it was these child pilots or whatever that were engineered by the the nazis um and the reason why they did that was because it was a flying craft sent by stalin to create a hoax a la war of the worlds to like get us like freaked out okay i guess
0: all right i mean look it's as plausible as any other theory i've ever heard i mean
1: some of the stuff that i hear the nazis were doing is just like what does that have to do with anything? Like, they're like, yeah. oh, we're trying to... That's why they lost the war. It's yeah, like, they fuck, were, they're, they're right? just trying to be like, let's fuck with these people and, like, see
0: if we can get them to believe this. Like, what? Well, and it's like Mangala was doing the famous twin experiments. And did we learn anything from that? No. It's like they were just wasting their time doing these pseudoscience experiments that offered no greater good for humanity like you can't even argue like yeah it was fucked up but we cured cancer because of it like no nothing was cured nothing was discovered so other things that they think
1: happened at area 51 are that the 1969 moon landings was filmed in one of the bases hangars no and that there are meetings or joint undertakings with ets there there is the development of exotic energy weapons for the strategic defense initiative or other weapons programs The development of weather control, the development of time travel and teleportation technology, the development of exotic propulsion systems related to the Aurora program, and activities related to the shadowy one world government or Majestic 12.
0: The Majestic 12? Are you going to tell me more about
1: that? Yeah, I looked into it, and the Majestic 12 It was basically a hoax. Oh. But it was when Roswell happened, the ufologist that you, the, the ufology society or whatever that you have sworn allegiance to. Oh, I love them. Published this article that basically said the president and a bunch of other people had, like, just made basically a new world order called the Majestic 12 with these, like, a- ETs.
0: Was it MUFON? I can't remember the what it was, society? but
1: it was later, like, I proved join. to be a hoax. Oh. So most people, even, even even alien enthusiasts, like, just don't really think of the Majestic 12 as actually existing.
0: But I hope it exists, because that's a really cool name. As to the faking of the moon landing, no. I First of all, I that's one conspiracy theory that I do not believe at all. And did you see the other day I retweeted it on Twitter— because it was the 50th anniversary of the Apollo mission somebody posted a clip of Buzz Aldrin punching a reporter in the face because the reporter was like I've seen I that. know that you're a liar and you didn't go to the moon you filmed it in a Hollywood studio I've and he, seen that and I he mean he's gotta be like 80 something now right right but also like how pissed would you be if you like I would have PTSD after going to the moon because of all the g-forces and like shitting in a yeah, you, diaper you would be and, like, so scared that you were gonna die the whole time yeah exactly and so then you come Back, and you're just so stoked to be alive, and you're like, Wow, I did it! Like, went to outer space, like, I survived, I didn't die. And then this stupid, like, baby bitch reporter comes up to you and is like, I know you didn't go to the moon. You're like, I got PTSD for this, and then you punch him in the face.
1: Yeah, or a darker thing is maybe he was like, You know what? Life on Earth is boring, I'm probably gonna die in this. Like primitive spacecraft trying to go to the moon but I'll die a hero and then he goes there and he comes back and he's like wow I have no purpose what am I supposed to do with the rest of my life but he's a hero so he has to continue Mm -hmm. on
0: Well, maybe we should read. I think he wrote a memoir. (laughs) Maybe we should read it.
1: No. (laughs) No? I refuse. Okay. (laughs) You read it. Give me the cliff notes. Okay, I will. So, uh, this dude named Bob Lazar, who before he gave this interview on the Las Vegas local news, was literally known for hosting a festival of pyrotechnics in the middle of the desert where people shot off homemade rockets. And he famously attached a jet propulsion system to his Honda. (laughs) What? Yeah why just to see what would happen
0: what happened
1: he went real fast in it oh and um (laughs) so he some because he did these crazy things i don't know
0: why this is so funny to me
1: yeah because he did these crazy things the, pe- the forces that be at Area 51 contacted him and had them become his their lead physicist <laughs> for some secret program that he was working on. And he gave an interview.
0: My friend Agda Karn can't even work at the Ventura County Sheriff's Office. This guy is doing super illegal things <laughs> and gets hired to work at Area 51.
1: As a physicist. As a physical So well, he, g- oh. he gave an interview... Uh, he he's given several interviews this guy he was not a good hire for them they should have known <laughs> that he was going to be a whistleblower right this is
0: like hiring Elon Musk to keep something secret it's not happening
1: yeah so he basically has given so many interviews about this that I like have to try to find one that like encompasses everything he said but Everything that he said is basically, oh, I got hired to do this thing. I worked on it for, like, six months. I-, I wasn't really into it. I really don't know why they hired me. Maybe because they thought I, like, knew what I was doing and they're trying to make all this advanced military technology. I don't know. Um, but basically, I got there. Shit's crazy. I'm going to tell you guys about it. <laughs> I hope I don't get in trouble. And people have, like, done the credentials on this guy, like, he says that he he said that he went to call like college at this one school but then no one can find any history of him going there oh my god but like so his credentials about him being able to be a physicist are totally challenged but if you look on the payroll for the company that he worked at that was supposedly with area 51 he's on the government payroll so, so
0: basically he's a scam artist and he yes, his way into into area, area 51. 51. that's what we need to do yeah. Is he still alive?
1: He is, and so I'm going to have an interview for you with him right now. okay you can listen to
2: Bob Lazar is an engineer and a physicist who says he worked on flying saucers for the U.S. government at Area 51. He drew these sketches of one of nine different saucers. He says the government has in a secret warehouse. Lazar gave the saucers each names according to their various shapes: Top Hat, the Sport Model, the Jello Mold. Called in to help figure out how they work. Lazar says the saucers are powered by an antimatter generator, fueled with the element which he says could only have come from another planet. They set up and produce their own gravitational field. Just as the Earth holds all matter down, they produce that same field but out of phase and it, it repels itself. The effects that can cause, the way in which everything operates is, is by all intents and purposes, magic. I mean, it is so far beyond uh, our level of technology. Now, before you toss Lazar on the pile with all the other UFO wackos, understand that he willingly agreed to take a lie detector test, requested and independently arranged by a Las Vegas reporter. Terry Tavernetti is the ex-cop who administers it. Anyways.
0: So did he pass the polygraph? Yes. So okay here's my thing though why hasn't he been murdered yet if he's revealing government secrets We already know from your MK ultra story that the government has no problem offing people who will reveal the truth
1: right I think that having a little bit of this conspiracy like kookiness about out about it actually takes away from the what they're doing there that's like stealth technology because mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you so some of the stuff that got declassified, reveals what kind of aircraft that they were working on there so i'm going to tell you some stuff about this okay. because um it's kind of interesting so in april in 1955 there's a top secret project called aquatone which was designed to uh, develop the lockheed u2 strategic reconnaissance aircraft so lockheed is a company that's out of burbank california mm-hmm. which is very close to us and they make a lot of planes and military technology-type things. They make the satellite that goes around in space and takes pictures of stuff. Um, and so this reconnaissance aircraft that they're designing is flies way higher than any commercial aircraft that we have. It goes up to 70, like the starting point for it, the lowest that it flies is 70,000 feet. Oh, wow. That's higher than Mount Everest. Damn. Yeah. And just so you know, like commercial airplanes fly at around 30,000 feet. That's our cruising altitude. So this is twice as high as that. It's super sketch. So this is 1955 that they make this plane that does that. Mm -hmm. And this plane is literally so like well adjusted to flying up high it's basically like a glider that you literally can't land it without stalling the engine and turning it off so the aircraft gets two feet above the runway and a chase car which is exactly what it sounds like a car that's driving super fast next to this (laughs) air uh, this airplane has to tell the pilot when the wings are parallel to the ground and then the pilot stalls the plane and the plane literally falls out of the sky two feet So I know you're scared of flying. I hate flying. Yeah, that is like the, doing the most.
0: Yeah, that sounds like you're, you're going to crash for sure. And
1: it's a super spy plane that was flown over the Cold War, uh, uh, that was flown over the Soviet Union during the Cold War, China, Vietnam, and Cuba. And it's um, one of a handful of aircraft types that have been serviced in the USAF for over 50 years, like the Boeing B-52. So it's like, this is kind of, what we use to do reconnaissance and spycraft on it but i also put here remember a long time ago the u2 album that was put on everyone's phones yes so listen to this u2 reconnaissance aircraft it's set to gather information right right also u2's albums put on our phones oh my god by apple can you connect the dots No,
0: (laughs) no, I can't wait. So, (laughs) so I'm saying it was put there to monitor us. Like it was actually a virus that entered all of our phones and was sending back information to the government.
1: Yeah, there you go. Did you ever read that? Or Or
0: was U2 trying to tell us something? Did you read the interview that Bono gave after that backfired on him? That No. He was literally crying. And it made me feel bad. Because I was super irritated because I would start my car and and the U2 album would start playing automatically. And I don't like U2. And Bono gave an interview where he was like, look, it was supposed to be this beautiful thing because I think all music should be free. And so I thought, I'm just going to give it to people. They don't have to pay for it. Like we spent thousands upon thousands of dollars producing and mixing and writing and I just really wanted to give it to them because we don't need any more money so I thought we'll just give it to the public for free and then it (laughs) turns out everybody hated it and it's like every like it was the worst idea I really regret it and he was like crying in the interview and so then I felt bad because I was like shit I'm one of those people that was like fuck you too why did they give me this album
1: yeah that's sad but is it a cover-up that's what i'm saying is like we don't know so basically they have this crazy spy plane for their crazy spy agenda and they like can't just like fly it out in the open so the project director conducted his name was richard conducted a search for suitable testing site for the u2 under the same extreme security as the rest of the project the designer of the u2 plane said the lake bed which is groom lake where Mm -hmm. area 51 is made an ideal strip for testing aircraft, and the immigrant valleys, mountain ranges, and the NTS perimeter protected the site from visitors about 100 miles or 160 kilometers north of Las Vegas. The CIA asked the AEC to acquire the land designated Area 51 on the map. They called it Paradise Ranch to encourage workers to move to the new facility in the middle of nowhere, as the CIA later described it, and the name became shortened to the ranch. So So
0: do they have... Like apartments on Area 51 for people to live in? Barely.
1: The ranch initially consisted of just one single paved ra- runway, okay. three hangars, a control tower, and trailer homes.
0: Oh, trailer homes. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, but then like people were obviously getting really pissed off about this and it was a super secret project. So people had to fly from Burbank on Monday. Through Friday and like live on this shitty base, and then on Friday fly back.
0: Yeah,
1: pretty much. And so on Friday they fly back to keep it secret or whatever. And so I'm like just like okay, so you're spending the entire week away from your home, and then you're coming back on the weekend. And your neighbors are just like, oh, they just must be super busy working all week. Like, oh, I hope one day I can have a car. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll do it too. This.
0: I mean, I'm sure they have like great benefits, but I'm just thinking like, so basically you're gone five out of seven days a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't even, you can't even raise a family. You can't take your kids to school. You can't do daycare. Like you can't help your wife out. I would be so pissed off. Or if, I guess if there's a, if you're a lady working there, then you can't help your husband out. But yeah, it's
1: 1955. It's a different time. So they, people are getting pissed. So then they put a movie theater and, um, A volleyball court up. (laughs) But who wants to play volleyball in the desert? You know how hot that would be? I would be so over it.
0: Literally nobody utilizes that volleyball court, I can already tell you.
1: Yeah. So they test, like time goes on. They test a bunch of different planes here. Um, There's a bunch of different cool stuff that happens. The Navy also contributed 130 surplus Babbitt duplex housing units for long-term occupancy. And the reservoir uh, reservoir pond surrounded by trees was added in. It served as like a recreational area. Um, they also put in a gymnasium, a movie theater, another one, and a baseball
0: diamond. So there's two movie theaters, a baseball diamond, a volleyball court. And what was the other thing you said? Like a pond. Oh, that's fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess, but yeah. also like military testing like giant planes and shit around you <laughs> all the time that like some of them some of these planes don't like some of these tests fail. Right. So they had this one. Uh, They were trying to launch a drone off of a, an aircraft. And in the test flight, it failed, and two of the guys got ejected into the ocean. They survived, but one of them got picked up by a helicopter, but by the time the helicopter got to the other guy, he had drowned. What? Because he, like, survived, but he was just, like, in the ocean, like, in all of his equipment. You know, he had ejected out of the plane.
0: But Area 51's not even near the ocean.
1: Um, It's not, but when they are doing these testings, like they're flying, they might like launch the plane out of Area 51 and then fly over the ocean or whatever.
0: Man, I would be so angry if I survive flying, like like my plane blows up, Mm -hmm. I survive, and then I drown. Yeah.
1: There's a bunch of crazy shit like that that happens there. Um, But I wanted to show you what their F-117 looks like. This is like a stealth... Plane doesn't that look like a UFO? It's yeah, that crazy looks looking. like a UFO. It's crazy looking. Yeah, it it like looks like a. We'll put pictures of these on the Instagram. But it literally, stingray. yeah, it looks like a stingray in the sky or something. But this is a stealth plane. It's designed. It's flat on the bottom, so it's kind of designed to glide up on the air and. these are all recon planes right like they're just surveillance so they're like listening in and like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in other countries so Area 51 is like kind of like this military base but the military the u.s military and civilians and the world like they're not all the same thing right so there's sometimes these weird lines that get crossed like for example astronauts in space will take pictures of the earth and then You know, the people that work at Area 51 are like, oh, you can't publish these photos. And they're like, it's the Earth and we're astronauts in space. We can do whatever (laughs) we want. So there's this thing called the Skylab. And in 1974, the Skylab was basically like a like a lab in the sky going around and it inadvertently took a photograph of um what was written in the memo as obscured but we can believe that it was area 51 because i've seen the pictures and its area 51 Mm -hmm. so the cia said like you can't take this picture and there's a memo that gets leaked and the memo is to the director of the cia that says The USSR already has this, you know, photo that we took from its own satellites. Like, this is not, like, it's not like no one else can see this. Like, we're not exposing anything. Right. And then number two, what does it really reveal? Like, it doesn't. It just shows you what the it looks like you know it
0: shows the big building and some hangars and a movie theater yeah and then
1: if exposed don't we just say that the United States Air Force work is done there right so the declassified documents don't disclose the outcome of the discussions regarding this but the debate proved moot as the photograph did end up, end up appearing in the federal government's archive of satellite imagery along with the remaining Skylab four photographs so they lost that argument okay and I think that so this is why I think this is so weird is because the making this huge deal about oh you can't fucking you know publish photos for this or whatever meanwhile lockheed the company that makes all these planes that are getting tested at area 51 they don't just make planes for the military they also made this thing called Iconos i think it's called econos it's a satellite that is a commercial spy telescope okay, okay. just take that in a commercial t- spy telescope that goes around the earth and it takes photos better than some military spy equipment and then sells them. And it's made by Lockheed, the same company that makes the aircraft that we use at Area 51. So they're making all this spy shit yeah. to like keep, uh, keep our shit secret and find out stuff about other people. But then they're also selling better quality photos of whatever you want to make the econos take pictures of to whoever wants to buy it. Huh. So it's kind of just like for profit
0: yeah i mean that's what it's. it sounds like they're another it's another instance of a company finessing the government right because um, mm-hmm. they're taking they're developing technology for the government right yeah but then they also have their own technology that takes pictures that they then sell to the government Am my understanding that correctly any
1: government any
0: government yeah hmm, where's your loyalty lockheed
1: right so it's like Another thing that happened here is there was this environmental lawsuit that was put out against Area 51 because there was a bunch of contractors, civilians in the area, not on Area 51, but in the area, who got sick and died because on the base they were burning some dangerous chemicals. And then when they did the biopsies on their bodies, they had levels of dioxin, deep and tricholorethylene. I don't know, but basically stuff that killed you so obviously the widows of the two people that died and everyone else that was working there like sues the epa the environmental protection agency because they're like hey you're not preventing our government from doing this harmful shit to the earth and its civilians like you're supposed to be doing And it literally goes to court. And the government or the CIA is like, you can't sue us because we can't tell you, we can't give you an alibi because it'll expose like secret government projects that we're working on. And the judge is like, no, that's fucked up. And then the government is like, "Okay, well, fine. We're just going to get the president to just give us a pardon on this. And so they literally got the president president bill clinton issued a presidential determination exempting what is called the air force's operating location near groom lake nevada from environmental disclosure laws so literally to this day presidents continue to um give this exemption and so everything in area 51 is exempt from environmental disclosure laws
0: that's actually so interesting, because that confirms the importance of this location, is all presidents have recognized that, no, they are they don't have to tell you what they're dumping or what they're developing or what chemicals they have in store and burn, because that would reveal the type of work they're doing.
1: Well, and then to add weirdness to this is that an unclassified memo on the safe handling of F-117s that um, the Nighthawk that aircraft that I showed you that looks like a Stingray. Mm -hmm. It was posted on the Air Force website in 2005, which discussed the exact same materials that killed those people and um, they requ- that they had requested information on, and the government was like, "No, we can't do this lawsuit we- because it's going to reveal too much." That was posted on their website, but oh then the memo God. was removed shortly after journalists became aware of it. And I'm just kind of like, that seems like kind of a setup, right? Because these weird, dangerous chemicals are like, if they're that protective of it, they wouldn't just post that on their website, right? So it kind of makes it seem like Un- unless oh, someone
0: fucked up. But how do you fuck
1: up posting a memo on a website? I kind of think it's makes it it's like a cover up. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're not doing weird experiments with aliens or like having strange technology going on. Like this is just some of the chemicals that go into making this spy plane that right. just so happens to look exactly like a UFO yeah. from a distance."
0: <laughs> so do you think then at this point, do you think that that stingray looking aircraft is actually developed by us on earth or do you think that it is what that guy in the interview was saying where reverse engineered technology from a crashed ufo
1: i mean i don't know it really does it really does look like something otherworldly Yeah. yeah yeah well one of the things that they say about ufo sightings is that in 1955 when this opened um ufo sightings like increased so much because people were seeing these planes that fly way higher right. than a normal plane that didn't look like a plane it looks like a flying saucer and the government is like oh we couldn't say what it was because we don't want to give away information so we just called it a ufo or we or said, said it we, was, it was, it was like weather, weather testing yeah, yeah exactly um, but I don't know. Like, I kind of wonder, h- how am I getting all this information about this? Like, how am I getting photos of that- these planes even exist? is from the internet, from photos I've seen, you know? Right. And so what's to keep the government from doctoring a photo of something that looks like a UFO to be like, oh, actually, we own this and, like, leaving little mm-hmm. breadcrumbs for us to find? I mean, I know that's, like, paranoid thinking or whatever, but also it's this fun. This is a
0: conspiracy podcast. Yeah. Yeah, this is a conspiracy haunted ghost alien podcast. So nothing is uh, off limits. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, of course, any government, any advanced government or military is going to develop technology at a faster rate than a government of a country that does not fund their military well, right? Like I I was reading something the other day on Twitter because everyone just tweets about how angry they are at the government Um, about like, why are we putting X amount of dollars into the US military? Like we put in more money to the military than like 90% of countries, other countries or something. Um, And so the amount of money that we put into our military, you think that we would have developed at this point, like the most extreme... You know, technology and aircrafts that like our brains can't even comprehend. Yeah. So I do believe that, but I also believe in aliens. And I, you know, man, I don't know. Like that, that thing, that story you just told me about the little people crashing from the Soviet Union. Yeah. I had never heard that before. And that actually makes so much sense to me just because of the child coffins. (laughs) And so I'm now, I'm like, I mean,
1: think about it this way these are everything that we know from this has either been surmised. Or is from declassified documents that came out 50 years ago. Right. So... If these are this is what we know from 50 years ago is that they had these planes that were literally flying above Mount Everest. Yeah. That literally we didn't they were so powerful and so good at gliding up there silently and being stealth that we didn't even know how to land them. We just had to turn them off. Right. and let them yeah. fall down to the runway. So that was 50 years ago and if we had technology like that like I don't know, you know? Yeah, what and, could we have by now? And I know that, like, fighter pilots nowadays that are in modern fighter planes, like, when they're going on some of these missions, it's like a 24-hour mission. So they have literal um, IVs in their blood, and they're giving them, like, straight meth to keep them awake.
0: Jesus. And, like,
1: adrenaline and stuff is going right into their bodies because they can't afford to have these
0: pilots, like, fall asleep, fall asleep on this mission. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is something I would be and really about. And that's, interested. like, we know,
1: that's true. Like, we know that that's mm-hmm. happening right now so i the the secret stuff that we don't know is happening i don't know like area 51 is that's why people are like what the fuck is going on in there because the government has gone through so many lengths to keep this secret i mean literally all the presidents that we've had since bill clinton keep making it an exemption from the environmental protection agency like even obama who like is all for the environmental protection agency is like oh you know what Whatever's going on in there, let them do it. And we know for a fact it's killing people because those people
0: died right. from it. So it's not like it's harmless. And it's probably poisoning the ecosystem. Because, of course it is. Yeah, is. You're releasing toxic chemicals into the air and you're polluting the pond that's there and, like, probably killing off the natural flora. Yeah, and
1: And someone who was a part of that whole environmental lawsuit, Congressman Lee H. Hamilton, who was the former chairman of the House of Intelligence Committee, told 60 Minutes that the Air Force is classifying all the information about Area 51 in order to protect themselves from a lawsuit because Mm. that's what's going on there is that they're doing stuff that's super dangerous,
0: So what if the conspiracy theory is actually they're pretending that they're doing really top secret things so that they can avoid having so that they can avoid lawsuits like they just pretend that they're doing top secret stuff. Well,
1: a lot of this like kooky stuff kind of helps to keep people away from figuring out what really might be going on there is that they're poisoning the land and the water escape right. and if they pick this area that's already dead and is like a salt <laughs> lake that's like right has nothing going on and they're like oh no one lives around here and everything's dead so like you won't be even able to tell what's happening
0: right have you ever seen that video before it's on youtube there are tours that'll take you to the edge of area 51 like tour buses mm-hmm. and one of the tour buses had a new driver and the driver accidentally like he wasn't paying attention and he passed the sign that says like do not go past this point we will shoot you if you go past this point he took an entire busload of tourists past that checkpoint and they got stopped by um, government officials with guns and they like got held and questioned and it was literally like these poor tourists that were like we didn't like we didn't know like we just paid money to like go on this tour and then like the like and so like it was the company's fault like the company fucked up the tour bus company and all of these poor tourists were just like we don't know what's going on and they like got held there in question and like almost went to jail and like
1: if, the, if i was on this tour bus and they started questioning us like that like i could just see my dumb ass like being so sick of sitting on that tour bus that i'm just like whatever you want
0: to know yeah right i'll never I tell you I think there's a <laughs> video of it you should you should youtube it and look it up area 51 tour bus crosses border yeah A tour
2: bus carrying visitors to the edge of the top-secret Area 51 military base did something that most people, well, only fantasized about. It crossed the line and entered the base. The driver and his four passengers learned a quick lesson about how serious Area 51 is, about its boundary and its security. And the entire incident was captured on video. George Knapp of the I-Team has the exclusive story. In the 25 years since our reports first put the once unknown base on the map, tens of thousands of curious people have trekked out to the desert to take a peek. A few have tried to slip into the base and were quickly scooped up. As far as we know, this is the first intrusion caught entirely on video, and it nearly caused a shutdown of the regular tours. Co-owner Donna Tryon says the typical tour includes stops at main shrines of Area 51 Lore, the ET highway sign, the Little Ailey Inn, and the Holy of Holies, the very edge of the base itself. But there's one thing the tour most certainly does not include. The point at which our journey must stop.
0: Our guys have been known to tell the passengers that, you know what, you can't go over that line. And if you step foot over that line,
2: you're on your own. But on May 28th, it happened driver Dennis Ryan and his four passengers. All of it recorded inside and out. The video shows Ryan and group having a good time zipping toward the edge of area 51 at precisely the wrong moment one of the tourists asked Ryan a question about sports books it was just enough of a distraction that he blew right past the warning signs and kept on going after 45 seconds or so Ryan started looking around wondering where the camo dudes were was it a white uh, Less than two minutes after crossing the boundary, the passengers inform Ryan that the white truck is right on their tail. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. Both on each side of the vehicle, there's a gentleman that uh, in in full military garb gets out. Um, The one on the passenger side, um, he had a full automatic rifle. What'd they say? You Uh, went over the line. You went over the line that you are uh, trespassing on military installation. Inside the vehicle, the tourists, a couple from the U.K. and a mother and son from the East Coast, thought it was all part of the tour, actors playing their parts. Well, we're going to let your company know that you took us the extra mile, that you put us into this situation, and, uh, you know... um, they were just as much, they thought it was part of the whole process. But they soon learned it was no act. No, those are the men After Lincoln County deputies arrived, the driver and passengers were pulled out, cited for trespassing, and given court dates. The projected fine, $650 apiece, and a misdemeanor conviction. This is absolutely unacceptable. Co-owner Will Tryon contacted Lincoln County DA Dan Hoagie and tried to get the out-of-state passengers off the hook. We were afraid that they would issue a bench warrant for these four people and turn our good tourists into criminals. Are they all right? But Hoagie wasn't budging. He suspected it was done on purpose. Your tour goes to Area 51, and your intent is to enter Area 51. I said, I said, Mr. Hoagie, I said, you couldn't be more wrong. The company decided if the citation stuck, they'd close down the tours to 51, which would be a blow to the fragile rural economy. What the DA didn't know until the I-team contacted him is that the incident was on video. One look at the video and the expressions on these faces, and the DA knew it wasn't intentional. The driver has to pay, but the passengers don't. You're going to be famous, you know that. Oh, the great. driver who drove a blue through Area 51. Great, great.
1: on <laughs> well, I'm barred for at least two, two years now. <laughs>
2: Lincoln County has an arrangement with Area 51. It handles all trespassing cases. The DA told us that while tourism dollars are important to the county, so is the base, which generates a lot of tax revenue. After we told them about the video, the DA agreed to drop the charges against the passengers, but on one condition, that no video recorded by the van's forward camera be made public. That camera recorded camo dudes coming from the other direction. But for the record, there were no shots of any flying saucers or secret aircraft george knapp 8 news now
0: so basically what you're telling me is area 51 i just want to like recap because i realized that i did not actually know what area 51 was so basically you're telling me that area 51 has been around since the 40s 50s the 50s yeah and it was established to develop Well, it depends on what you believe, right? It was either established in response to the Roswell incident, right? Mm -hmm. Or it was established in order to develop top secret military technology and and spy equipment and planes Mm -hmm. um, during, what did you say, World War II? Like Cold War and World War II? Cold War, yeah. Okay. Um, And it's still in operation and we don't really know what it does still to this day even though some stuff's been declassified so we know that they do create you know different aircrafts but we don't know exactly what they do or who works there yeah
1: we don't really know what they're doing now and what we do know of what they're doing now is gotta be some stuff that deals with toxic chemicals that are killing people and the environmental protection agency right is uh doesn't enforce laws there
0: you know what though At first, I was like, man, that's super shocking. But then I'm like, you know, actually, the government always exempts itself from the laws that it creates. Because they know that, which is so ironic. They expect like your average everyday citizen to follow all of these laws. And then the people who are creating the laws are like, we know it's really hard and it's actually too hard for us to follow. So we're not going to follow them.
1: So the government, (laughs) the government is, you know,
0: they're... This is nothing new, you know? Right. I mean, here, I just... I think about this all the time. you know that age old question? Like, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And everyone says invisibility because everyone's a pervert. Okay, but <laughs> why? I would fly. Well, yeah, but like, do you really want to fly? Like, you'd the logistics of flying would actually be way more complicated because you would need supplemental oxygen if you wanted to go up to any height. You would also need to be invisible in addition to being able to fly. Otherwise, the government's going to oh, Well, so use some imagination, you. okay? I've thought about this a lot. Okay, <laughs> so. I wouldn't want to be invisible. I wouldn't want to fly. Like I wouldn't want to be super. You want to know secrets. I want to. I want to be able to solve every single unsolved murder and every single unsolved mystery. So I don't want all that information at once because I think that would be really overwhelming. But if somebody came up to me and was like, "Hey, you know, do you know who mur- murdered so and so? Like a cold case that's been mm-hmm. unsolved for forty years?" Then I want that knowledge to come into my brain. Like wow. I want to know who it is. What would your superhero name be? My superhero name would be, um, like memory bitch or like, <laughs> like convict queen, convict queen, she's gonna convict you. queen, yeah. um, Alyssa, the all powerful, all knowing, all seeing, yeah, god, yeah, um, god, g- like goddess, okay, okay. of knowledge. I'm, get- I'm getting interested, right? Okay, and so. Then that extends to unsolved mysteries. So like if somebody came up to me and was like Area 51, like what's up with that shit? Then suddenly I would know everything about Area 51 and I would be able to regurgitate it in like a very succinct way, like a very like linear, like understandable way. And then I kind of like what we do on this podcast. (laughs) Right. Or alternatively, because I've also thought about this, I would want to be able to like someone would come up to me and say, hey, um, for example, I'm listening to a podcast right now about this guy and the whole premise of the podcast is, did this guy commit suicide or was he murdered? I would want to be able to produce a video, video footage of that moment in time. I don't want to have to see it because I feel like that would be like really heavy and like, you know, but I would want to just be able to like, like, you know, put my f- fingers to my brain and then just like zap it into a DVD and be like, here you go. This is what happened. And then whoever the authorities are can watch it back and use it in court to convict whoever. Wow. You know, that power I think
1: would backfire on you. Well, but also you would know everything. It
0: would totally backfire. Because first of all, You're like a a
1: bot of information.
0: Yes. But I but then of course the backfire would be I would be studied. I would be, you know, contained at area fifty one in a cage. Like
1: it would be like we've got memory, bitch, here at area fifty (laughs) one and President Trump would be like... He would be like, memory bitch knows too much. Like, keep that bitch in away Oh, true. (laughs) One last thing. Did you know that President Trump met with Kim Jong-il and was the first president to ever step foot on North Korean soil? Yeah, did you
0: see the picture of them awkwardly standing next to each other?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, it's just so like we're living in a simulation wait did you hear that president trump is going to try to get asap rocky out of jail or is yeah. that fake news
0: no i read that it's he said just got off the phone with, with my kanye good West west Kanye West. Um, going to try to talk to the very talented prime minister of sweden or is it sweden or switzerland where he is Sw- i think it's sweden. sweden to see if we can get asap rocky out of out of jail he, i mean honestly though kanye got a lot of flack for meeting with Trump but he's a genius because he's discovered that the only way to get shit done with this president is you have to play to his ego
1: yeah i don't know why everyone gets on the internet constantly is complaining about stuff but not not like just offering any solutions at all
0: i totally agree with you like kanye has found how to get shit done like if he thinks something is bad all he has to do is go to trump that they've already developed a rapport like trump is so unpopular well, that i feel tries- like he's desperate for people to like him well he
1: tries to keep i like you know like i'm gonna make friends with my enemies like and that's what keep you're your to do. keep enemies your closer. enemies close. yeah
0: Duh. i know it's like if yell at him or like tell him he's a fucking idiot I feel like Trump's the kind of person who will never admit that he's wrong. So he's just going to double down. He's going to be like, oh, well, this bitch said I'm an idiot. Well, now I'm like never willing to negotiate with him or her. So whereas Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are being like, hey, we want you to succeed. Mm -hmm. Like, let's talk to you about, like, let's stroke his ego for a few hours and then let's ask for a favor. And he's going to do it because nobody is doing, nobody's stroking his ego right now. Do
1: you think President Trump will do anything about the people who storm Area 51. Do you think people will storm Area 51?
0: I don't think anyone's going to actually cross the border. But I do think people are going to go up to the border Mm -hmm. to like film and like take pictures. And I'm like, dude, I want to be there.
1: Yeah, I know. Because it's
0: not illegal to go up to the border. It's illegal to cross the border. Yeah. So there's nothing that the government can do if you're just standing like a few hundred feet away from the sign. (laughs) you know
1: yeah i can just like imagine me like having my foot just like hovering and be like not
0: touching you can't do anything about it <laughs> um and also speaking of area 51 you guys a bunch of you dm'd us on instagram and tweeted at us saying hey we want you guys to go to this storming area 51 um event and document it and so then i i would love to do that right so then i'm posted and I said uh, on the Instagram and I said hey if you're actually interested like legit like not just bullshitting us like if you're actually interested in funding it like funding us to go there because we're I don't know like I feel like some people have misconceptions about um, entertainers and podcasters like we I can't emphasize enough that we do not make money from this we sold pop sockets and we made like a hundred dollars which honestly is just reinvested into the gas And time it takes for us to make this podcast. Yeah. Because the company we worked with obviously has to take the majority because they're the ones producing and shipping and whatever, whatever. If you want us to do these things, we will literally go anywhere you send us to. Like straight up. If you want us to go to Ohio Haunted Asylum, we will go there. You just have to fund us to go there. Like, and we're not even asking to make money on this. We're just asking to break even. Yeah. Like just pay for the the costs of us going there. So if you want us to go there, I have done the research. The closest airport to Area 51 is LAS, which is in Las Vegas. Um, if you want us to fly to Las Vegas, then we would get a rental car. And then we would drive out to the motel that's closest to the border. I think it's called the Alien. Isn't oh, that funny? that's adorable. Like the Alien Inn. Alien. Um, and then we will stay there. And then at 3 a.m on the 20th of september is when the event actually happens we will go out and we will film and we will just see what's going on and who's around if you guys want us to so our venmos are at nat at dog mom usa what the
1: fuck is going on at area 51 and i want to know more importantly if we have this alien technology why are we using it to like make planes to spy on other countries why can't we make like i don't know like a better bleach for my hair or like (laughs) some shoes that make you run real fast right
0: well actually i bought a pair of shoes the other day and i did feel like i ran faster like can
1: we get like a maxi pad that like just doesn't suck yeah
0: that's thinks period panties i want them to sponsor us i bought a pair of thinks period panties and i'm never going back it's like free bleeding but not because it's a pad that is your underwear Yeah. I love it. Okay. I want
1: it. I think I'm going to call this podcast. Once we start talking about free bleeding, I think this podcast (laughs) is is ended now.
0: Thanks, period panties. I want you to sponsor us. I also want to be sponsored by um okay fine since we're talking about
1: free bleeding i love that you bring this up because (laughs) yesterday i was going around downtown la with my friend lauren she's visiting in town by the way thanks to lauren who um, helped us film our alien video thanks lauren and because it's downtown and it's so close to skid row no one lets you use a bathroom there right and i started my period and i was like went into the walgreens and i was like hey can i use their bathroom they're like it's out of service and i'm like i don't even need to use it i just need to go in there like please help me right Uh, i am just started men's demonstrating like help me (laughs) i don't know what else to do about this right now they're like oh you can try you know next door so i go next door same thing oh no we don't have a public bathroom and i'm like i will buy something let me use the bathroom they're like sorry and then i'm just like you know what Okay fine One last place They're like the last bookstore I go into the last bookstore Which by the way Is this stupid fucking Hipster bookstore With like rave music playing And like a bunch of Fucking books And I'm just like This is stupid You can't read books And rave music Anyways (laughs) Besides the point there's no public bathrooms in there. And at that point, I'm just like, Lauren's looking at like a $15 poetry book. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to free bleed. Like, and if I just bleed all over this bitch, then that's their fault because they, they, wouldn't, let me use they the wouldn't let me go in the bathroom. Yeah. And at yeah. that point, like I was just angry and I was like, I- that's what I'm doing. So I like went over and I sat on this couch and I was super tired because we went out the night before. I'm like sat on this couch and just like laid my head down. And I was like, I'm just going to free bleed on this couch. <laughs> and Lauren like has Poetry book and she her eyes get so big and she looks at me and she's like what are you doing and I was like I'm free bleeding come take a picture <laughs> and I was so mad about it and I took a selfie with her and posted it on my on my Instagram I was like haha like I'm free bleeding and no one
0: even said anything about it I guarantee it's because the people that look at your shit the most are dudes because that's how it is with my Instagram and so they don't even understand what that means but it's like a
1: meme like people yeah. talk about free bleeding as a joke all the time
0: people get angry about the concept of free bleeding which I don't understand. Like, don't be angry about it. Be angry that sanitary napkins are super fucking expensive, that tampons literally give you toxic shock syndrome, that not everybody has access to a diva cup or period panties. A diva
1: cup's like 40 bucks. Yeah. And then how the fuck am I supposed to go into a
0: bathroom and clean it and
1: do it when they won't even let you go anywhere? Right,
0: exactly. They wouldn't
1: even let me in. And I'm a person coming from privilege who can afford to buy these things. Exactly. And they wouldn't let me in their fucking bathroom. Right,
0: so don't be mad at people for free bleeding. Be mad that, menstruation supplies are super fucking expensive
1: be mad that area 51 won't let me go in there you know what fuck that i'm all fired up i'm about to go if you
0: guys i'm gonna free bleed on the area
1: 51 border i'm gonna free bleed on the area 51 border (laughs) this is alien feminism right now yeah
0: yeah why
1: are this is my new platform is why are we using alien technology to make bullshit planes when we could be making supplies for feminine products okay yes yes
0: Fuck you. Fuck you, everyone. I'm a free-bleeding lesbian. Pad should be free. So, Natalia, back to Area 51 real quick. Yeah. I'm not a free-bleeding
1: lesbian. I'm a free-bleeding bisexual. But part of my identity is being half free-bleeding lesbian. Okay, yes, continue. Understood, understood.
0: What superpower would you have if you could have any superpower in the world?
1: The first thing that came to my mind was to come.
0: (laughs) Seriously? Come on demand. Just to come sometimes. Like, I feel like it's hard sometimes, you know? So what would your superhero name be? Come, girl. Uh, Nut. 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 Nut nut Nat. Nut Nat. Okay. Nut woman. So what would your costume look like? Just like a giant nut on a... Oh god. <laughs>
1: I think it would just be, you know, a real happy, satisfied woman, which no. have we ever seen one? No. Yeah, so who knows? An invis I guess it would be invisible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you would just cease to exist. Right. Yeah, yeah. The universe wouldn't be able to reconcile it. A completely just satisfied disappear. woman. Yeah. It just, just disintegrate. Disappear. Yeah. Like you'd be Thanosed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All the women on Earth.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just disappear immediately. Okay, so I would be memory bitch, memory and, be bitch nut and, nat and just cease to
1: exist memory bitch and nut woman i think it's nut yeah. woman. yeah
0: someone please draw fan art of memory bitch and nut woman please oh yeah and like i'll post it everywhere if you do that did you see somebody drew a really pretty uh fan art of you i'm gonna yeah pop- with the snake yeah yes i posted it shark tails yes i posted it onto the instagram so everybody yeah. go look at it shark shark t-tails you are dope yeah i love fan art
1: guys and i'm actually in the process like i i print out all of them in my house too but i'm actually in the process i want to like make like them better so that i can have like legit art from all of you guys in my house so like
0: printed at fedex or kinko's yeah
1: or even like put it on a canvas so if any of you guys are like oil painters or whatever or just like fucking around i don't know because you're like 19 like whatever you make I love it and I will put it in my house
0: yeah like send some high quality high res stuff yeah and we'll post we'll love print you. it off at FedEx oh speaking of fan art um we I checked our P.O. box the other day P.O. box 1658 Camarillo California 93011 if you guys want to send us stuff and we got something in the mail and I thought it was pop sockets because remember somebody had what sent it? us pop sockets so I'm, like, tearing into it, thinking this is from the guy that bought us pop sockets for us to raffle off. And it, all it is, there's no letter. It doesn't even say who it's from. It just says, to let's get haunted with our P.O. box. It was two emergency clown noses. It's just, <laughs> 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 it's these two little, like, you know, um like, foundation sponges, and they come in those little, yeah. like, circular is it what wait it says emergency clown nose wait what is it for though is it for hiding our identity do you think we're a clown i don't know
1: no but he doesn't because it's an emergency
0: yeah emergency clown nose is what it says so like when you're acting a fool you can put it on and be like, I'm a clown.
1: Oh, did we just get shaded? I don't know. Did someone just take the time and the effort to shade us like that? I was Respect.
0: just. I was laughing so hard though because I'm I like I get all my shit from my PO box. Like I also send my bills there. So I'm like going through medical bills, like going through some stuff that Steve sent there, and then I just see this package that says "Let's get haunted," and I'm like, oh, it's clearly the pop sockets. Hooray! I'm gonna raffle these off on Twitter. Tear it open. Emergency clown nose. I love it. Sir, if you sent us the emergency, if you're listening and you sent us the emergency clown nose, well played.
1: Yeah, someone sent us some Diva Cups.
0: Here's the thing. If you guys donate towards this effort and we don't make enough to go to Area 51, we will use it for a different vlog. How's that? We'll like we'll use it to go to a different haunted location that's in Cal. Like we'll use it for Hotel Cecil. Cecil Hotel. Because that's, we don't have to fly anywhere to do that that's from episode two elisa lamb if you guys donate money for us to go to area 51 and we don't hit our goal we and we can't afford to go then we'll just use it to go to hotel cecil and we'll film a really dope elevator game video there i'm
1: gonna free believe there too
0: all right thanks guys love you Bye. Bye.